You're listening to MoneyWeb at Midday. The Tswane Metro has approved a strategic plan to fight hijacked and illegally occupied buildings, in essence taking them over and going then to the private sector. More now on this issue from the MMC for Corporate and Shared Services, Kingsley Wakelin. And firstly, how many buildings are there? Jeremy, to be quite frank with you, uh, we have got a very good view on our own current properties that we own. We don't necessarily have a a broader view on private properties that's owned either by uh, other organs of state or uh, private owners. And it's for that reason that we have decided to put together an integrated team to first and foremost start with a complete assessment and audit on the complete inner city to have an understanding. But in our own situation, we've got about approximately five, six buildings that we're busy monitoring at the moment. And why is it important for you to develop the strategy? Just from a broader term, uh, globally, uh, people are flocking to big cities and metros, uh, obviously for economic reasons. And uh, Tswani is the hub for any northern countries, and we've got a lot of undocumented foreigners coming through. We have got a lot of people flocking to the city of Tswani. So in general, I think it's not just a Tswani problem. I think it is a big metro problem throughout the world, and we need to be prepared. And we've obviously picked up on the matter that's happened in Johannesburg and a number of other places, and we realized that we need to put together a much broader strategy because what is happening, we picked up on also the silo effect within departments and we need to look at the integrated approach to ensure that we have everybody on board. Broadly, are you able to tell me the condition of these buildings? Well, I can certainly tell you they are completely dilapidated. A lot of them have got illegal connections. A lot of them have got no proper sewer systems or water reticulation systems. So the buildings in general are in very bad condition. They obviously are, some of them are hijacked they're asking, uh, particularly people that wants to have accommodation, asking extremely high prices and obviously extort them. And this is the area that we need to focus on. Uh, we as a city are not in a very bad state as far as the number of volume of buildings as far as we know so far. But we want to make sure that we have some preventative and proactive approach. Do you have a sense of how many occupants there are in total? That is the problem. We don't know. And uh, we can tell you they do multiple rooms within a like a flat. You'll find that they use very cheap material to cordon off, and that's part of the building, building regulations that are contravened. So I can tell you they obviously put as much as they can put in. We don't have the numbers, and that's part of the reason why we're doing what we're doing. But could run into hundreds? Oh, in actual fact, I think it could be mm. thousands, and particularly if you look at uh, high-rise buildings uh, over 10, 15 stories high. So it could be in thousands, yeah. And your plan would involve eviction, no doubt. Yeah, so we're looking at eviction processes through the courts, obviously, um, taking back these buildings, um, converting back into proper social housing, possibly, or work with NGOs, working with uh, government, working with private investors, and those that are interested in... uh, And obviously, there's a very specific focus in this area for us because we've got quite a large number of universities to provide proper accommodation for students as well. But you would conceivably have thousands of people on the streets. Part of the agreement, or part of, obviously, the PI Act would let us look at alternative emergency accommodation, which then will be formed part of this strategic plan plan that we want to put in and uh, provide this alternative accommodation because our previous court outcomes have shown that we need to obviously look at that portion of the complete value chain. Where is that emergency accommodation? That's part of the plans that this team has to put together. We're looking possibly at each region, uh, and we've got seven regions in the city, to possibly put forward a typical emergency accommodation, which will include complete toilets and water and sanitation, 
to be available for these people. But conceivably outside city limits and people often go to a city in order to find work. Yeah, but unfortunately our position is clear that we cannot allow continuous illegal occupation of buildings. And it will just break down the complete trust that uh, people have got in the city and our local government. And we need to show some cause in this. And that's why, obviously, we got very strict uh, bylaws and law that we need to enforce. I understand that you've got to enforce the bylaws, but would you give a guarantee that any evictions will be done sensitively and with empathy? Because this isn't always yes, the case. Yes, of course. We are watched, and, and we have learned through our previous lessons that we obviously got the human rights uh, lawyers. And so, yeah, we, we were sure that we'll stay within the law and in the confines of human dignity and be sensitive because we understand where these people are coming from. But we need to apply, because our bigger problem we have at the moment as well is that these slum lords and these syndicates are having a, a roaring business, and that is part of an issue that we might deal with. It. Because part of that, additional to that issue, is that you'll have the drug problems that we have and prostitution and everything that goes with this type of buildings. So it's not just about accommodation. It is a broader lawlessness that we want to capture and fix. This is a final question to you. There is a partnership that you're proposing with the private sector. How are you going to ensure that this process is corruption-free? So we have got a clear process uh, that is tried by law. Uh, We want to put out everything on open tender. We want to make sure that we have got the best people to do the job, people that are committed and and to a long-term plan of the city. Uh, you can be very certain uh, we also have just recently uh, in the process of finalizing uh, part of our SAP for uh, SAP system, uh, a supply chain process, which is called Ariba, which will be hands-off. It's a complete technological system, uh, which will then allow them for a proper process to be followed and tracked and audited. And obviously, you always have the human element, but uh, we are trying to al- obviously eliminate that. But I can be, you can be certain that's something that we will keep a hook eyes on. Kingsley Wakeland, thank you very much indeed.